Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at truebill.com slash opie. Go right now. Truebill.com slash opie. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash opie. Are you for or against trans and sports? Would you think it would be fair if LeBron James decided to become a woman and he enters the WNBA? Would you think that was fair? LeBron James as a as a as a female with a, a receding hairline that'd be amazing. <laughs> do 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 What's going on, everybody? Welcome to my live stream, five hundred feet above the streets of New York City, overlooking the Hudson River. We are live from the Glass Box Studio. Uh, been a minute. I uh, hope you're well. Hope Joe Salisbury says I'm. I'm good, man. I'm good. Um, how could he not be good with Tiger Woods playing the Masters? Oh my God! How crazy is that? Where's my golf fans at? Of course he's the goat. Of course he is. And then on the other side of it, uh, LeBron James is a bust as a Laker, and I couldn't be happier because. He thought he knew what he was doing. Uh, the Lakers don't make any moves without asking uh, LeBron James. They put together that team. They got five future Hall of Famers playing with the playing for the Lakers these days, and they didn't even make the playoffs. They didn't even make the playoffs. They're seventeen games under five hundred. I couldn't be happier because the Lakers are a complete mess. Because Russell Westbrook, you know, he's a bust, and they can't. They can't trade Russell Westbrook. They're not going to get anything for him. So they got to come back next year with the three, the LeBron James and uh, the Anthony Davis and the Carmelo Anthony and the the Russell Westbrook. And I I, I think it's over for LeBron James as far as trying to become uh, the greatest player of all time in the NBA. He needed another title, and he's not getting it in Los Angeles. There's no effing way. And that poor Frank Vogel... The coach of the Lakers, he's going to have to be the fall guy. So I, I couldn't be happier that LeBron James is a bust in Los Angeles. But, oh, they won a championship. They won a championship in the bubble. That doesn't count. That was like, that was a throwaway season and a throwaway championship. They they won it in front of uh, cardboard fans. It doesn't count. I'm sorry. Doggy, where are you going? Your ass is showing. You got a clean ass? All right, you're good. Go. Go. You can go. Go. And he needed to win at least one more championship, I think, to be considered the greatest basketball player of all time ahead of Michael Jordan, who won six. Although I I really believe that uh, Bill Russell is the greatest basketball player of all time, but none of us know that because he played when the whole world was in black and white, and there's not enough people alive that remember Bill Russell actually playing. So that's why the whole argument about greatest basketball player of all time is stupid. Because there will be a time, not uh, too far in the distant future, that there will be so many more people alive that never saw Michael Jordan uh, play. So then when they start talking about the greatest basketball player of all time, they're not going to have Jordan in the conversation. That's how it goes. Uh, Humans aren't meant to live that high off the ground, man. Well, what am I going to do? The great floods are coming, so I figure I, I, I can maybe survive an extra year or two if I'm this high off the ground. Global warming. So the people that are, were smart enough to live this high up, we're going to be all right. As we watch everybody else down there, you know, drown. <laughs>
Your attitude is awesome. Yeah, man, I'm free. Uh, what's your favorite free song? Not the band free. What's your favorite song that has, like, uh, you know, free in the title or maybe in the words? I might go with uh, Freedom by uh, Rage Against the Machine. Pull that one out of my ass. Or keep on rocking in the free world. I like that one, too. Even though I think Neil Young's an asshole. See, I'm a, I'm a rarity. I could still like Neil Young's music, but I could also tell you he's an asshole for the Joe Rogan Spotify crap. That's what I say. But then there are people out there, because Neil Young might not fall uh, in line politically with them, but they were big Neil Young fans, and then Neil Young pulled the Spotify Joe Rogan crap, and then they're like, no, nah, I, I hate Neil Young. I'm like, how can you hate him? You loved him for all those years. You can do, you can do both. You can hate him, but still uh, enjoy their his tunes. Uh, Opie, do you remember when you and the boys messed with that toothpick asshole and then you sprayed mustard on an Asian man from a window? I sure do. <laughs> I sure... <laughs> There's a lot there. I sure do. Some guy, had, he had toothpick art, stopped into our show before he was going to tape Letterman, and, uh... I had my eye on his uh, toothpick art, and <laughs> and he was on to me. He knew he knew by looking in my eyes that it wasn't going to be good. So he grabbed his dumb toothpick art and ran out of the studio. I was I was I was out of my mind because I talk about some of this stuff, and if you don't change and grow in your life, then I don't know what to tell you. There's a lot of my life uh, on record. And some of these things I talk about, I can't even imagine my mindset. I really can't, unfortunately. And that bothers people because they want me to just be the same guy over and over again. But so uh, he grabs his toothpick art because he needs to go on Letterman. And um, and I'm like, oh, my God, he runs out of the studio. And we were on uh, 57th Street. We were about five, I want to say five stories up. And we could open the window to the street. And as he's running out the building, I was trying to spray him with mustard. <laughs> and, and I missed I missed uh, the toothpick guy with his toothpick art that was on his way to Letterman. And I sprayed an Asian gentleman that worked in the building. <laughs> he didn't know what hit him. He, he, he couldn't understand why he was covered. Not covered. That's an exaggeration. But he had no idea that he, why he had mustard on his really nice... Nice uh, suit. <laughs> do 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 No one in the ONA universe, and I mean no one, was off limits. No, I mean no one. We all took major hits on that radio show. The bosses took major hits on that radio show. And anyone involved, including the fans... We, we pulled some horrendous dark crap on our own fan base. Homeless people that were, uh, that were part of the radio show on a regular basis. No one was off limits. Everyone got pounded on that show. I, and I mean everyone. That was the beauty of us. We didn't give a crap that they were bosses. They were in our universe. Uh, they were going to take theirs. And they did. And for the most part, they uh, they let it slide because we were bringing in the money, 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 money. And as soon as you don't bring in the money anymore, oh boy, all of a sudden those things that they accepted, 
Now they use it against you to fire you. And that's how the, the world uh, works. E-Rock took great beatings. He sure did. He took uh, he took more beatings than most, I would say. But uh, like I said, everyone everyone uh, got their time in the barrel. Every I mean, everybody, the biggest of the bosses, everybody. But anyway, so yeah, I'm I'm happy that Tiger's playing in the Masters. I'm uh, very happy that the Lakers are not in the playoffs because I, I think uh, I think LeBron. He's a great, great basketball player, of course. It's stupid to deny that. But uh, Jordan didn't take shortcuts like LeBron has over the years. He, he had to go to three different teams to win, uh, what is he up to, four championships? Three. Three championships and a bubble championship. And Jordan just sat there in Chicago and won six. But instead, he was just chasing titles and, and trying to get his friends to play with them. And it's just, it didn't work. As soon as they got Carmelo Anthony, I went, Because <laughs> us long-suffering Knicks fans know that Carmelo Anthony doesn't win you championships whatsoever. And then all of a sudden, they got R- Russell Westbrook. And I went, <laughs> Another player that does not win you championships. Are you listening, James Harden? Because you're another one of those guys. Oh, wow. Jeez, thanks. Oh, my. Uh, the Madonna bit thing you just did was the funniest thing you've done in years. I actually put it together nice for my um, my TikTok, which is uh, Opie Radio, and my Reels on Instagram, which is also Opie Radio. I did a, I did a duet with my, my girlfriend, Madonna. I hope you, I hope you checked it out. <laughs> People... <laughs> People were sickened by that reel. I, I hope you go check it out. <laughs> it was uh, it was a good one. It was a good one. <laughs> but people are like, oh, Jesus, I'll never sleep again. I don't know if that's a good thing. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm bummed today. I'm bummed. So I think I told you. The regulars know. I suffer from insomnia from time to time. My sleep's definitely way better since the Opie and Anthony show ended, but I still I, I still get hit with the insomnia. Then I'm wandering around the apartment and I'm eating my Oreos and drinking milk out of the container, which my family hates. And uh, one night I, I I'm wide awake. It's like three in the morning, and I I was on my TikTok just scrolling, scrolling, and I, and I ran to this, uh, this girl Jessica, who uh, had had stage four uh, colon cancer. And she was documenting her whole journey knowing she wasn't going to make it. And I've been watching her videos every day for the last, I don't know, three or four months at this point, maybe. And uh, I think I told you about her because I, I told you how, how bad people absolutely suck. That's why a lot of this doesn't bother me anymore. I guess there was a time it did. But when you, when you realize that there are just so many terrible people out there, you know, ignoring... Ignoring it and and letting it just you know brush off off your back or whatever you're you're free you're absolutely free when you don't give a crap what people think of you and there was a time I absolutely cared and and, and to a point I guess I still care but not not nearly like I used to and this poor Jessica girl stage four cancer one of the bits she was doing on TikTok she was doing uh, unboxings because of, um, people that have hearts around the world not around the country. 
were sending her gifts to make her day a little brighter as she was documenting her battle with stage four colon cancer. She had to jump on her TikTok and she started crying because of all the hate she was getting from people saying you're faking your cancer to get free stuff. And it was so obvious that this was not true. Anyway, I told you guys about her. Well, um, she passed uh, overnight. She's no longer with us. And man, I fucking had a had a tear in my eye because I I, I vested time in her and uh, and her and her journey. That's a real journey. But uh, her best friend posted a a TikTok today saying that uh, she's finally at peace. And uh, and it was just a voiceover as they were showing flowers and candles. And I'm like, God. That is so sad. Uh, Jennifer Ferris. People always say those people are faking it. It's so gross. I'm sure. I mean, you get the story every once in a while where someone absolutely is doing that to get some GoFund money coming in or whatever. I get it. But there are times the people even throwing the hate at this woman as she's trying to live the last, no joke, last few months of her life and then she has to turn on her TikTok and cry in front of everybody saying, I'm not faking. Um, yeah, Here's the difference. Those people know that she's not faking but they just have such a dark, dark, black heart and darkness in their soul that they can't help themselves. And they have to get it out any way they can, even if it's a, a poor woman that's in the last months of her life. It's disgusting, to be honest with you. It's time to save you money, 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 money. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash Opie. Do you know why free trials renew without your consent? It's a business scam out to get you. Don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions. Truebill became a sponsor. I downloaded it. I checked it out. And guess what? I found out I was still paying for SiriusXM satellite radio. What? Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forget about. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. Look, the fact is companies make subscriptions hard to cancel. Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. <laughs> this guy was also paying for SiriusXM. Matthew B. He says, in a matter of seconds, I saved $660 for the year on my DirecTV bill, saved $120 for the year on my SiriusXM bill, and saved $840 a year on car insurance. For real, check it out for yourself. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash Opie. Go right now. Truebill.com slash Opie. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash Opie. What was the best year of O&A? Geez, probably probably around um, 2000 and a half, uh, the... Uh, first part, sorry, the the first half, I should say, the first half of 2001. Life changed dramatically for all of us when 9-11 hit. So, um, yeah, I would say the best years of O&A were 2000 to half of 2001. With that first year of uh, XM, uh, that that's way up there, too. So 2004, maybe 2005. The whole show started going downhill in uh, 2008. I was thinking about this on the way home. 
I think that uh, it hit me today that the ONA show was never supposed to be a show that lasted as long as it did. We were on a runaway train from day one. Me and Anthony got together at BAB. We get a gig in uh, Boston, and we were uh, we were just out of our minds, out of control, and that's what uh, and that's what the fans loved. Lasted three years up there because we pulled the crazy mayor stunt. And then we moved down to New York, and after three years, we get fired for an even bigger stunt, uh, Sex for Sam. And then we come back. I, th- I think the ONA show should end it around 2007, 2008. Yes. It hit me today. I'm like, I, that show was never supposed to have longevity, I don't think. I think... Um, Maybe around 2008, the show splits. I do something, something. Ant does something, something. Jimmy hopefully uh, goes back to stupid Jersey. And then maybe me and Ant, you know, get together for this and that. But I, I don't know if that show was supposed, to, uh, was supposed to last as long as it did. What, it made it to 2014, I think? Yeah, those last five years, not as good. Not as good. Still good, but not as good. Show is a time bomb. Yeah, it was a time bomb from day one, though. You know, one of the things I loved saying on that show a lot was uh, you got to tune in every day because one day you're going to tune in and we're not going to be here. And and other radio shows couldn't relate to that because they were they were in those seats to the end. And I knew walking through that door every day that it could have been the last day for the show. And that's how we lived our uh, our lives and our careers back then. Dude, this is straight. No, you know what? You're being a, a dick and you're, you're having opie rules. No one believes that I'm a liberal. You you bought into some horse shit, mostly that Anthony was pushing. The fact is, I'm not even close to a liberal. I do give a, a, a crap about people, but do I have to go through this again? I hate the taxes I pay. I hate, I mean, despise and hate cancel culture. Those are two biggies right there, sir. You're buying into garbage with that liberal crap. I pick from both sides, which I think is the way to go, but I'm a rarity. But I'm not a liberal. God, no. Man, I love Leonard Skinnerd, um, And this is going to trigger a lot of people, and I understand that. Um, I hate Ron DeSantis. <laughs> I really don't like that guy at all. But I'm li- I'm actually watching a lot less politics, so whatever. I mean, whatever. These guys are all just garbage. But um, I I was a big Leonard Skinner fan, and then uh, I don't know one of the one of the uh, one of the Leonard Skinner guys. Even though I think the band doesn't even really perform anymore, right? It's one of the Van's aunts. Is it Ronnie, Johnny, or Donnie? No, Donnie was in Thirty Eight Special. Then you got uh, Johnny Van Zant was. Uh, was uh, the older brother that died in the plane uh, crash, right? And then there's, uh, and then there's, uh, wait, Ronnie, and then Ronnie. So I think it might be Ronnie Van Zant. He he wrote a song for Florida and DeSantis. I'm like, oh my god. Still love the Skinner though. You can you can you can like both those things, or you can like one of those things and hate the other thing, right? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Uh, oh, you're asking what my favorite Leonard Skinner song is? I might have to go with. Give me back my bullets. That is down and dirty southern rock right there, my brothers and sisters. Can I get an amen? 
The haters and trolls have no idea how essential Opie was to the ONA show. No, he wasn't the funniest of them, but he provided the balance, and I admire him as a decent family guy, unlike some. All right, Ryan, thank you very much. I appreciate it very, very much today. Uh, is there anything in radio that you wish you could have achieved but didn't, either because things didn't work out or otherwise? Eh, I think we kind of did it, right? Had a hugely successful syndicated radio show. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you. Uh, yeah, I wish uh, I wish uh, SiriusXM wasn't so stupid and, and realized that I was handing them another great radio show with me, Carl, and Vic, and Sherrod, and sometimes Chris. Um, and uh, I think that show had potential to be massively huge. So I would, I would say that would probably be it. Maybe I should have behaved more and kept my gig at SiriusXM because in the end, I only have myself to blame that I got uh, let go. I was taking more and more chances, and I should have realized, like, hey, dude, why don't you chill out? You really like doing radio again, and you're with these guys that you really enjoy doing it with, so why don't you just shut up about Howard Stern? And why are you walking into his area? You know he can't take any of that crap. So, yeah, maybe that. <laughs> Uh, oh, the reason is because you uh, <laughs> you have just a touch. Well, here's the deal, man. You know, some of them, the thing that made me very, very successful, speaking my mind and saying shit that most people wouldn't say out loud, also got me in trouble in the end. So it was like the old catch-22. And people would sit me down and say, will you just start behaving? I'm like, I, I, I don't know how to do that. I just know how to do this one way. What's up, Pat Duffy? No, I'm late. I was about to uh, live stream about an hour ago, and my uh, my son says uh, we could play uh, ping pong downstairs. I'm like, well, ping pong trumps live streaming. No offense to the people I uh, I like out there, but uh, that trumps my live streaming. Old days, I would have been like, yeah, yeah, I got to do radio, or yeah, yeah, I got to do this. Not anymore, man. My priorities have uh, dramatically changed. So we went down and played uh, ping pong for an hour. And uh, we live in a building that, uh, I'm not going to lie to you, you you feel like you're in prison. You got to sign up to play ping pong. And you only get an hour, and then they're knocking on the door. Your time is up. I'm like, I pay your salary. And then they get all annoyed at you. Then you got to sign up to swim in the pool. Like, it's just, I feel like it's like prison life. Here's your paddles. Make sure you bring them back in an hour. Oh, thanks. Thank you very much. And then if you're a minute over your time, they're pounding on the on the, the glass door. You know, and they look at their watch like, your time is up. Oh, God, I hate everybody. I really do. Um, if I didn't think it was uh, uh, a bit, you know, Pat, I, I, th- I, would, I would suggest me and you go in the middle of the woods and camp. But I don't know. I think it might be a little. Uh... <laughs> you know, Florida would get upset. You know what I'm saying? Florida would get upset if me and you were in the woods. Let's just let's just put it that way. Florida, Florida is insane. Florida is the most insane state in America, right? It has to be. Florida has to be the most insane state. I don't even know what a uh, a close second would be. And don't say Texas. Texas is awesome. I went down to Dallas many times. 
And I've been to Austin uh, only once, unfortunately. I, I got to get back to Austin. Austin, Texas is amazing. So I don't. I wouldn't put uh, Texas in second place as uh, like the the craziest state in America. I'm trying to think what the second craziest state in America is because Florida's got it by far. I wish I knew how to quit you. <laughs> Florida is amazing. All right, let's go with Florida is amazing. You are just afraid. Do not come back here, you weak, squinty man. <laughs> I have family in Florida. My sister lives in Florida. I've been down there a lot. It's a weird place, man. Miami gets a little weird. Um, Orlando's a little weird. I'm trying to think of a cool part of Florida. I've been to, um, oh, the place with the shells. Where's the place with the shells? Centibel Island. That was kind of cool. That was the time I um, <laughs> I ruined my whole vacation. This goes back a million years ago. So I was working at, I think, BAB on Long Island, the home of rock and roll, you know. And I went on a little vacation to Sanibel Island. I heard about it. It was affordable. It's nice. The beaches are cool. You go to the end, and I think it was called the Bubble something restaurant. That was cool, you know. So we get down to Sanibel Island. We're waiting for our, our room to be ready. We got there a little early. I was so excited to be on uh, vacation. So I decided it's time to get my tan on. That was back in the day when I gave a shit about having a tan. These days, I, I got a beach house and I, I barely get uh, a tan the entire summer. Protect my skin. So I just decide as I'm waiting, they're like, your room's going to be ready in 15 minutes. I'm like, alright, great. Thank you. And I take my shirt off in the parking lot. I find a little grass where we had our car parked, the rental, laid out, put my hands uh, like this to lay back and relax. And all of a sudden they say, your room's ready. Uh, (laughs) The place with good shells, you give good clues like me. Sanibel Island, everyone knows. So um, they say your room's ready. And I'm like, great. I'm signing in. This is the beginning of uh, this, the bubble room. It's called. Thank you, Chris Moore. Um, let me give you a little time on the big screen. So I'm signing in to get my room, giving my credit card and all that. Here's your keys. And I'm all of a sudden I go to the person I'm with. I go, wow, I feel a little hot. I feel a little hot. I go into the bathroom. I go, I'll be right back. I was outside without a shirt on for no more than 15 minutes. I think it was less. I was beat red already. Within an hour, I couldn't move my arms. And because my arms were over my head, I had massive sunburn under the arms. People could understand that, of course. Long story short, we were down there a week. I spent five days in the room with the shades down, with the air conditioning on as high as it could be. Because even just walking out in the sun, it was brutally painful on my uh, sunburn. And the last two days, I was sort of able to get in the pool and swim a little. That was my big vacation that I was looking forward to back in the day when I was working at BAB because this stupid kid has fair skin. Yeah, ginger. And uh, I got a massive sunburn within 10 or 15 minutes in the Florida sun. You know, we came from winter in New York. So I'm thinking, ah, how, how strong could the sun be? I ruined it. And the person I was with was just so mad. And I'm like, ah, you... 
we don't even get along anyway. You go and have fun. I'm just going to lay in the room in the air conditioning. It was terrible. I mean, Key West is weird. Was down there once. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful place with no beaches. Like, what is this? Where's the beach? And they're like, ah, oh, we kind of don't have any. I'm like, can I rent a bike? Ah, we don't really have bike paths. But the little town down there in Key West was all right. That was kind of nice, I guess. Go follow Opie Radio on the TikTok. Yeah, I'm trying to get to, to it's sad, but I'm trying to get to 5,000 followers on uh, the TikTok. My wife, my wife killed me yesterday. <laughs> I was editing a couple little videos for um, for Carl's birthday. You know, some of the, some of the stuff that I just have laying around, and then I was trying to put it on TikTok, and I was trying to add music to one of my videos, and uh, just to get the the levels right, I'm cranking the volume, and my wife finally had it. She walks out from the other room. She goes, "Hey, hey." If you have to listen to TikTok that loud, then you shouldn't be on TikTok. Basically say, what are you doing? It's for the young. You're half deaf and you're trying to be uh, on the TikTok. Oh, too funny. Oh, I, um, I'm i in the middle of watching the, um, the Andy Warhol documentary. It's six parts. And I know that a lot of people consider Andy Warhol one of the greatest artists of all time. He uh, he's a borderline, or was a was a borderline degenerate and creep. I, I mean, we could talk about it uh, on a on a on an upcoming live stream. I'll wait for some more people to see this thing, but he was really fucking creepy and and very close to being a degenerate. And then there was a lot of things he was doing with, like, um, naked men. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Relax. It's all right. But how he was doing it was, like, beyond creepy and uh, kind of some degenerate uh, behavior, I think. And then I'm like, why, why isn't this talked about more? They all talk about his dumb soup can. But did anyone ever talk about the fact that he was uh, he was very, very creepy? Creepy as shit. But, you know, he um, he predicted the future with everyone being famous for 15 minutes. Boy, did he predict that. I mean, if you got a TikTok account or an Instagram account and you're putting reels up, you know, just about everyone out there has had some kind of video that has gone viral. But, it, but you can't sustain it. But he figured that shit out a long, long time ago that everyone was going to have a little taste, a little taste of, uh, of the fame. Hey, doggy, you want to go outside? Want to play uh, Are There Rats? I got a new feature on my um, my Instagram Reels. I'm um, Opie Radio on Instagram Reels. And now me and Doggy, we kick garbage bags when I take him for his last walk of the night to see if there are rats. I got the idea because every night when I walk Doggy, there's rats all over the place like uh, feeding on the on the garbage bags. And I did the first video last night and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll beat you to the... To the punch, you don't have to watch. There were no rats, but I will kick a bag, and the rats will go a-scurrying, but you don't know when it's going to happen, and it's my new feature on my Instagram reels. Oh, yeah. Go follow me there, Opie Radio. And then some guy goes, Dude, you're a millionaire. What are you doing? I just wrote back to the guy, like, I'm enjoying my life, you idiot. Boo, 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 boo.
Boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo. Boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo.